So yeah, no, that was just about Vince wanting to have a baby with his yeah. daughter. So um, now it makes a lot more sense why you know Linda McMahon was also on um, you know uh, Donald Trump's cabinet because <laughs> incest uh, she's is the best, used, bro. She's used to uh, you know being surrounded by rich businessmen who want to fuck their own daughters. So um, incest, more like wincest. Oh gosh. Uh, every time we win our matches, we got to do finger guns. Oh, yeah. And then kiss. <laughs> um, I'm in. Yeah. Um... The CIA killed JFK. There's Martians under the CIA. Guess there's nothing left to say, but birds ain't real. Disney's got a frozen head. Paul McCartney might be dead. The news was you to be misled because birds ain't real. Moon is hollow, earth is flat, government invented crack. The only thing we know for fact is birds ain't real. Yeah, so um, if you guys were to you know uh, come up with a uh, wrestling career, um, I think that, you know, especially in the 80s and 90s, there's only two ways to go about doing that. And it's either having a, you know, a mystical figure that has like basically superpowers such as the ultimate warrior or the undertaker. Uh, you know, he had superpowers um, or you had a, you know, job, an actual job. Like there's like a, you know, IRS and he worked for the IRS, you know, well, and, or you, or you were like, like triple H was Hunter her Selmsley, a, rich kid from Greenwich, Connecticut. You, you want to know what our gimmick would be? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, I guess like, you know, I was going to say like, how would you sell your, you know, gimmick based off of, I guess the um, uh, industry that you're currently in. I'd be, I'd have to be a cowboy. Yeah. Like Some I, type of like rancher dude that would have I'd be like, like a lasso. Picks out low. <laughs> family was killed. My family was killed by by coyotes in 1984, and I was left and raised by wolves. Us wolves went back and killed those coyotes, and now I'm here in the WWF to avenge my wolf mama's death. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would have worked, you know. And like, you know, Al, you got a lot of avenues that you could go because, like, I, you know, you could be a knight. You know, Dude, there's so many good, or you could do like more specific movies. to your actual role now which is like so are we talking um, about like a gimmick based off of like our current selves because yeah, like when essentially was, you know you want to live the gimmick you know yeah like, yeah yeah because like I, the pizza boy you know like that would like you're just getting your ass kicked basically every night if you're the pizza boy but you're banging you know? all of the chicks <laughs> that's like always a side quest is the pizza boy bangs the chicks First, can I tell you what I wanted my gimmick and persona to be when I watched W when I watched wrestling yeah. religiously at like in middle school? It was gonna be like uh I don't know, like a fucking clown or a prop master, where like it was it was pretty much just like a clown where like my wrestling moves would be like, you know, that big uh like boxing glove that's on like a set of springs that you fucking like hit people with. Like, you'd see people wrestling and just like, oh, he thinks he's got it. And all of a sudden, from like off screen, a giant fucking boxing like mitt would hit him in the face. 
or like if they think they've got me and I just like fucking just like they try to wrestle me down but I fucking like do the thing where I'd seltzer them out of a flower that's on my lapel that was the imagination that I had as see there was like, a wrestler a school <laughs> there's a wrestler named doink the clown that had at least the flower I don't know if he had the boxing gloves so you could have expanded on that but you know I feel like you know you wouldn't be able to be a clown I think you'd of be like you'd just be like a Looney Tunes or like early century cartoon character because there's even like clown wrestlers and you know they're huge in Mexico but they're like psycho clown or something like that um so you could still do it now but you'd have to wrestle a uh, super athletic style in Mexico but um what would you be now still a clown or no I don't know like if we're going off of like our current life fucking real life gimmicks uh just the the fucking is there a wook wrestler (laughs) (laughs) um i mean there's basically been every type of wrestler you know they like they've like tried to get in on like the there's a heavy metal wrestler that played like a wwf logo shaped guitar and stuff um there's the roadie um who was just like you know a roadie for you know uh one of the wrestlers um so i'm just um, going based off of perception though just like one of my moves is like i get you in a headlock but it fucking is the worst thing that can happen to any wrestler because i use natural deodorant oh it's patchouli oh it smells like patchouli (laughs) so not only do i have you in a headlock but i'm also doing poison damage to you because i got such stinky pits (laughs) and then you know uh you know if all else fails you could always use the uh fabled white privilege uh that every wook has typically um while failing to uh you know fully recognize it because when i think of wook like i'm thinking like you know, white guy, like fish fans of the band fish, white people with dreadlocks. Yeah. White people. Cause I can't imagine a single person of color is into the band fish. You know, (laughs) that might be a generalization, you know, but you know, I'd say there's always an exception out of a hundred fish fans or fish heads or whatever they call them are probably uh, white people, Anglo-Saxons. If I'm going like not based off of like, you know, the perception of me, like, have you guys ever heard of Orville Peck? Yes. Yeah. Just like this, uh, he's like a queer Canadian country artist and he like wears like beaded masks all the time here. I'll share my screen. Okay. I, I, I see him. All right. But, but yeah, like a, an Orville so Peck you'd be, sort of professional wrestler. Yeah. You'd like, be like a more, you know, like a, you know, kind of queer Lone Ranger type thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's like been the that's been my aesthetic for a while now, like with the mullet and the mustache and the nails and shit, just like cowboy queer. Sounds okay. like cowboy queer. Wrestling. You could be a, uh, you know, uh, an attack team with Tyrell. Yeah, you know, broke back mountain, dude. Like, <laughs> he's the mountain. You're the broke back. That would be a great tag team. Move. Especially puns- since you're both cowboys, essentially. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, basically. I'm the, big, I'm the big fucking brute male guy, and he's like fucking Lil Nas X out there blow- hey, holding guys down and blowing them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's this um, clip of a uh, match that um, I had to uh, bring up 
because of this. Um, let me get it queued up while I talk about mine. So like, obviously I'm, you know, I'm even dressed corporate. So I would be a, uh, not necessarily like someone's boss or whatever, but like, I'm going to be like the, you know, pompous, like, you know, rich asshole, essentially. You know, now that, that I uses look, my money to one matches. You kind of look like fucking Tony Khan or Nick Khan, whichever one wasn't Shahid's son. So <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick Khan, you know, I think uh, I would be, you know, definitely a bad guy, not even an anti-hero. Like people are not supposed to like me. I feel I want to get under everybody's uh, skin but because I also went to like a liberal arts private school that is basically overrun with wokeism, I would also be like, um, I think you have to be super conservative in this role. No, I'm going to be the rich, you know, liberal, the California, you know, the California businessman, you know, I'd go into the South and talk about how like backwards their abortion laws are, you know, say something like, you know, the only reason why, you know, people in Texas don't like abortions is because these guys want to force their daughter or their, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't want to bring up incest, but force their <laughs> sister to have their baby, you know? The first um, place I went in my mind, too, is incest. You know, I guess sister is still incestual, but like, it that's is like, yeah. you know, child. It's the most uh, incestual. You know, that's, uh, I don't want like any harm on like a child. So that was a miss, you know, I was miss. uh misspoke there have but, you guys um, have you guys seen borat too no i won't give anything away never mind i'll cut that part out spoiler Continue. alert that's no, just yeah, no, two years no, spo- no spoiler for this two-year-old movie yeah <laughs> uh, i mean you could give us a spoiler of it. yeah i want to i want to know what happens i'm not so, gonna watch it so borat has a daughter and borat's daughter is like part like one of the main themes of the movie and like uh she eats a cupcake that has like a little tiny baby on it and like he's like you need to eat eat the eat the baby and so like she like swallows the baby and they go to the doctor and they're telling the doctors it's like my my daddy he put the baby inside of me and we need to get rid of the baby (laughs) see classic classic hopefully that's what uh the listeners you know take in when you know they think I was just making a Borat joke or there was just a simple, you know, lost in translation type moment <laughs> there. But this is uh, something that you guys could uh, definitely, um, you know, do during one of your matches. This is from, uh, there's this wrestler, um, you know, gay wrestler named Effie, um, who's freaking awesome, basically. Dude, the gay wrestling league is fucking aw- really awesome. Um. But he's uh, wrestling. Uh, this is uh, from an event he hosted with mainly, you know, um, wrestlers in the LGBTQ plus community um, called Effie's Big Gay Brunch. And this is a match with him and Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt's the uh, little uh, little uh, guy right there. He's not a little person, but he's like really fucking small. He's like definitely under five feet the, tall. I the believe t- they the twink. like to be called twinks. Yes, they like um, to be called twinks. <laughs> You know, I don't want to assume anything of, uh, you know, anyone's uh, role, you know, because he could just be like a, you know. Twinks can top, top you know? too, bro. Twinks Switch, can top you know, too. <laughs> Dude, okay, some guys see? like a twink on top, bro. 
All right. You know, <laughs> this is like, we should actually have an actual twink on the show to like, um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, geez, this is not, uh, working. I mean, right now he, you know, Marco has a, uh, candle to, to take a, a fat dab, dude. With, uh, <laughs> he's dripping candle wax onto Effie, but, um, so it sounds romantic. It's kind of romantic, but the next part is not. Um, and that's why I'm trying to get queued up here because it is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in a wrestling match. Um, but you know, also super on par with let me get the sharing, I'll get this shit going, dude. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you know. Um, I'm on that dial-up stuff, but yeah, look up FB's uh, big gay brunch. So um, one, um, sorry, 20 minutes and like 30 seconds in. So, um, and you can share the audio if you want. Yeah. Boss, it's YouTube. Yeah. But uh, uh, one of the, uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, the second one, um, there's this guy named Pero, uh, the Twink Hunter. And he basically just like, had a battle royale of him against like 30 twinks and destroyed them all. But um yeah here we got um Marco stunt you know pouring the hot candle wax but as you're gonna see the tables are going to turn significantly. <laughs> there's a uh, dildo on a uh baking sheet and, why is he uh, pumping it up himself He's trying to oh, oh, he's blinding Effie. Oh, oh, he's blinding Effie with it. So Marco Stunt was about to, you know, be forced, you know, to uh, fellatiate that uh, dildo until he, you know, hit the pump and caused it to um, come in Effie's face. Um, and then he's, you know, beating up someone in a, in a uh, blow-up doll suit. But yeah, that's Effie for you. But um, so yeah, you guys could do you know you at least have. I don't know like, if I'd call that guy a twink anymore. After looking at him, he might be a little old to be a twink. Say no. This Marco stunt. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's he's pretty young, I think. But um, his teeth yeah. tell another story. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would be you know definitely the bad guy, uh, bad liberal. Um, that gets the people in the South to hate me, you know, like if I had to like sneak out the arena due to like threats and people trying to like break, you know, get into the back to like beat my ass. Like I did a good job, I think. Um, but I just try to provoke people as much as possible while not offending. You are the, the multi, you are going to be the multimillionaire woke heel is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bad lib. It's like a playoff of ad lib. But it's bad lib. Ooh, I like that. Okay. You know, <laughs> and something, you know, because I'm, you know, the bad lib, I could definitely use some backup from Brokeback Mountain. So we'll just <laughs> he be, supports you know. the, the gay agenda. <laughs> yeah. See, that's one of uh uh that's one of uh Effie's uh taglines is fear the gay agenda. But uh with that said, welcome to Birds Ain't Real. This is part two, the electric boogaloo of uh strange tales from wrestling so um it's actually apropos that we actually made a uh, incest joke because this first one is related to you know stephanie mcmahon who i mentioned in the first part had a ancestral storyline with her father vince mcmahon who has now been outed as a known 
sexual predator. So just want to get that out there as much as possible. Um, <laughs> that Vince McMahon's a creep, but his daughter, Stephanie, um, you know, wasn't always involved in the business. And this was a uh, conspiracy that takes place uh, when uh, she was actually, I think like 15 or something like that or 16. But um, the theory is that Macho Man Randy Savage, one of the biggest wrestlers ever, was kicked out of the WWF because he got Stephanie McMahon pregnant when she was underage. She was thick, thick, thick too, bro. I don't even know that. Like when she was, uh, I've got, I've got video of her talking about the incest. Her and of her talking kid. about while Bob being pregnant with Macho Man Randy Savage's kid. I mean, that. definitely pulled this up, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... My dad did approach me about wanting to be the father of my baby oh. on in a storyline for TV, which, again, <laughs> is the only the second time I've ever actually said no to him for something he wanted to do. So, yeah, no, that was just about Vince wanting to have a baby with his yeah. daughter. So um, now it makes a lot more sense why, you know, Linda McMahon was also on... Um, you know, uh, Donald Trump's cabinet because <laughs> incest you know, is the best, used, bro. She's used to, uh, you know, being surrounded by rich businessmen who want to fuck their own daughters. So, um, incest, more like wincest. Oh, gosh. Uh, every time we win our <laughs> matches, we got to do finger guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then kiss. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one of the, you know, it's the one of the longest running and of substantiated, you know, claims in pro wrestling history. Uh, but Macho Man Randy Savage was at the top of the company and he basically left in 1994. That was likely due to be paying more money by, you know, WCW, which is, you know, makes sense. But even after the company was bought by WWE again, you know, since 1994, Macho Man never returned to the World Wrestling Federation. And people think it's due to Vince McMahon having a personal vendetta against him and refusing to sign him because he got his daughter pregnant back in the 90s. Honestly, that's a lot better deal than what could have happened. What? Prison. Fucking statutory rape. That is child molestation. Well, I I, I thought you're like talking about like some type of alternate reality where like Macho Man's like where Triple H is right now. Yeah, it's a good part. He definitely could have gone to you know jail um, for that for sure. But the thing is, is you know his brother uh, Lainey Poffo, who played the genius on uh, in WWF, he was asked about this, and he said. I don't know. And if I knew, I wouldn't tell you because Randy was a very, very private and I, uh, person. And I have absolutely no idea if that happened. And I said, have a question. Randy Savage had a wrestling brother. Yep. And uh, Macho Man Randy Savage used to actually play professional baseball. So For who? One of those like, you know, pro uh, am teams that you like watch, dude. Dude, I, uh, I w- whenever I was doing backflips and shit, I was teaching some professional baseball players how to, how to do them, and they failed miserably, and it was awesome. The thing is, is it's basically an urban legend. No one knows if it's true. 
but there are there's I guess circumstantial evidence that you you know could maybe uh, lead to some credence in this in the fact that you know not only was he never re-signed by WWE but he also was never um, put in to he's not the Hall of Fame. Fame until you know fairly recently. So he wasn't even put into the Hall of Fame, you know, when he passed away, which has been a while ago. Because oh, 2013, sorry. he was put into the Hall of Fame. When did he die? Um, he died in uh, 2011. Oh, so post fucking post humanly, they fucking put him in there. They didn't put him in there when he was alive, like they've done everybody else. Yeah, and they had the opportunity to. You know, yeah, uh, plenty of opportunities. So. You know, that feeds into the rumor mill quite a bit, but, you know, I also like to think of, you know, Macho Man as a, you know, sex and queer positive type person as well, uh, because I saw this. uh, Do you guys remember in Spider-Man, the original uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever he fights Peter Parker. And he's Bonesaw. And uh, Peter you know, actually says something that's quite homophobic. And he's like, oh, like, nice outfit. Did your boyfriend make that for you or something like that? And I liked it. I saw a comic that a web comic that was like about if um, Bonesaw and Spider-Man did was in a same sex relationship. And he like basically beats Peter's ass because he was talking shit about his man. So but yeah, rest in peace, Macho Man. He was great. He ended up dying of a heart attack and like crashing his car. So it was pretty. Um, Damn, throwback to last episode with the steroids and the heart attack, and then throwback to Paul McCartney with the car wreck. But no one um, replaced Macho Man as we know. Although there is a wrestler who recently changed his ring gear to a similar color scheme. And was just neon everything with fucking yeah and was forced to cut his beard off because he looked like he macho man looked like macho man and now that we're actually at it here's something we can look up this is another common one that this wrestler named ezekiel and another wrestler named elias who are brothers are actually the same person um because you know uh since you know ezekiel came um there's pictures of them together, dude. You know, but they've never appeared like in the ring, just in that. So Aze- uh, Elias has a beard, Ezekiel doesn't. Yeah. The other way around. So, and if you look at, you know, uh, Ezekiel's ring gear, you know, that's like why they made him cut the beard is because they thought, like, with the beard, he'd be too much like Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah. you know. But, um, and he's a know, country music singer. He was a country music singer as Elias, but, you know, this guy, you know, both of them, both Elias, the character, and Ezekiel, the character, claim that they're each other's brother. Dude, look at the six. Look at the six pack. You you can tell they're different people. That they're not the same. Look, scroll down. Yeah, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Right there, the one with the sexy jeans, up a little, up a little, up a little, all the way to the right. There you go, very top right corner. Very top right. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at those six packs. Two different six packs. Can't be the same yep. person. I mean, one's like definitely more cut, you know. But yeah, well, just like that, 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 that's an eight pack. God damn. When so, I when I like Google image search, is coming up with like the same dude though, right? No, they're different guys. Okay. One of them's Ezekiel, one of them's Elias. Yeah, yeah, white people all just look alike. Never mind. Exactly. 
So this guy is definitely some sort of Eastern European. At the very least, you know, uh, we have another type of like uh, warrior type of situation. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we'll see how this storyline plays out because uh, reportedly there's a third brother who's also a professional wrestler. So who knows? Um, Ezra. But, I bet his, I'm gonna, I'd put money down his name's Ezra. You can't ha- call people Ezra anymore, though, because that uh, that dude that plays the Flash has been going crazy. He's one of them. Uh, they thems that you know the right you know like to point out um because he's like basically like kidnapped like a kid for like the last like month or two have you guys heard about that no elvis presley the kid or what or just no 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 the actor that plays the flash and like the justice league movie ezra miller they have so many like different accounts of them like harassing and assaulting people in hawaii and they've you know, the police have been looking for him because they have, I guess, like have kidnapped a child, like an older child, basically, or grooming them or something like that. So super creepy. So like the kid lives with them or they kidnapped the kid? They're on the run now together. No so one knows they, where he's at. So it's that motherfucker kidnapped the kid. Yeah. <sighs> you know, and has been grooming kid, you know. Uh, but, uh, you same know, sex? Um, I think, you know, different, you know. Okay, know. so. Ah, oh, that's all right. Elvis <laughs> <laughs> uh, did it, you know. Elvis yeah. did it, so. Yeah. It's, he's, an actor. Cool. he's an actor, it's cool. Yeah, there's a whole movie about how Elvis is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Steven next. Tyler, Steven Tyler did it and just abandoned the, the chick. The next uh, and final one that we were talking about is. One of the darkest days in professional wrestling is when uh, I think I cried, dude. You know, Chris Benoit died. Now, something that's insane about this story is on the previous week's SmackDown, right? Vince McMahon was in a storyline where he ended up dying and he like got into his limousine and it exploded into flames, basically. And what happened, or like there's supposed to be some storyline related to like who killed Vince McMahon, right? And there was a, a pay-per-view taking place that Sunday, right? And Chris Benoit was scheduled to face uh, CM Punk, I believe, uh, for, hey, for John Morrison. Someone. Um, it was way before CM Punk's day. No, dude. CM Punk, this was when they rebooted uh, ECW and CM Punk was a member of the ECW brand. I think Chris Benoit was supposed to uh, take on uh, John Morrison, actually. And uh, because he no-showed, the event was replaced by CM Punk. And CM Punk went against um, John Morrison. But, you know, when uh, you know Chris Benoit no- no-showed the event, you know, they sent a welfare check and discovered that Chris Benoit and his wife, as well as young ch- child, were found dead in their home. And the next night on... Um, uh, Raw the next Monday, the next day, in fact, um, Vince McMahon opened the show. So they dropped the whole storyline where he just died, you know, less than a week after, uh, week before. And they had a tribute show to Chris Benoit. And then it was basically pointed out. Well, but what, what happened with Chris Benoit? Well, what happened was, you know, he ended up murdering you know, his wife and his son, and then uh, took his own life is what they're able to discover after the fact. So 
Um, I won't go into the dude, details it, about it, but it's, you know, pretty horrible stuff. And, you know, Chris Benoit was one of the greatest technical wrestlers ever, you know, and, you know, one of the greatest wrestlers ever. And, you know, from all accounts, you know, one of the best, you know, uh, human beings and fathers ever. And I think this was, you know, before they had like CTE uh, thoughts about CTE and stuff. And that's something that definitely, definitely, definitely um, probably suffered from because he had a, uh, you know, diving, you know, top rope headbutt uh, finishing maneuver. And, um, you know, that's just a move that you're probably going to get tons of concussions from. And the person that inspired that move and had it previously, the dynamite kid, he's had crazy, you know, health issues and like, a He's lot of issues due to, uh, concussions. No, um, the Dynamite Kid is a, uh, a British wrestler. Uh-huh. Um, uh, X Pac was the one, two, three kid. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> something, yeah, so. something that I just had to look up that you guys should explain. Uh, a CTE is a chronic traumatic encephalopathy. It's it, like, it, it, pretty, it, mean? it means you had too many concussions. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, the, it's, you know, uh, you know, a lot of football players have long term, long term effects are like uh, dementia and like violent outbursts toward a lot. Domestic you know, violence um, comes with it. You know, a lot of uh, this uh, Hall of Fame linebacker, Junior Seau, he took his own life um, and he, you know, uh, they discovered he had CTE as well as Aaron Hernandez. Um, that uh, tight end that played for the Patriots who, you know, won a Super Bowl and then also like murdered a couple people. And then at least, at least four people. He uh, also had CTE. And the fucked up thing about it is there's no way to test for it definitively until a person's dead. So So you get hit in the head so much, or you play football so much, or you wrestle so much, you get so many traumatic brain injuries that it's it from concussions your, from concussions that it affects your mental health to the point where so basically you, do, you get like dark spots in your head it kills your brain dude where it's, your brain it's like mad, is not mad firing off. Disease. you know it's not firing off like it should be so you get like you know um image search a uh, cte brain versus a regular brain just so we could see the comparison but like the activity is just a whole lot uh less so you know there's look at those holes it's like fucking yeah like actually it like looks like it physically deteriorates yeah it yeah it melts yeah dries it out yeah that's something that's like just been a recent you know discovery and stuff Uh, especially considering that like you know wrestlers don't have any pension plans or anything like that so it's very dangerous business and um you know, it's gotten to the point where you, if you get too many concussions, you know, you get taken out basically until you could show that, like, you know, you're able to get your, you know, head back essentially. Well, and that's, that's, that's great that they're doing that. But do they get their head brains back? Well, no. I mean, well, no, I mean, for instance, you know, um, you know, uh, Brian Danielson, who wrestled as Daniel Bryan in WWE. So he, creative. Well, the thing is, is like Brian Danielson is his real name and they didn't want him to have his real name, which he wrestled under previously because they needed something that they could trademark. So they just flipped it. So lack of creativity on WWE's part. I just wanted to clarify, but he actually had to retire due to, you know, um, having too many head injuries, you know, which I think most people in 
interpreted as having concussion issues, but he was able to get cleared from, you know, multiple doctors essentially to show that. Well, but a lot, a lot of the CTA is, it's not showing symptoms until 20 years later, you know? Yeah. But they're able to see, you know, do different like scans and see that, you know, there were parts of his, you know, head that wasn't working as it should be or responding as it should be, but he's basically gotten that back. I don't, I'm not, you know, a medical professional. So like, I'm basically, you know, (laughs) paraphrasing at best, but you could obviously see there's like some critical, you know, differences between. Okay. So back in a normal brain, back to Chris Benoit. So back to Chris Benoit, he, you know, um, murdered his family essentially. And that's all you could say to it. You know, he murdered his wife, Nancy, as well as his son, uh, um, Daniel. I didn't realize he had another son who's now a grown man. Yeah, that's a, a son from a uh, previous uh, relationship. That's the now, lucky one. Um, you know, the interesting thing about, and this is where the conspiracy comes in. You know, I don't think this conspiracy holds any weight, but, you know, just shows you kind of like what people think, you know, and, you know, especially when they want to believe something. That's the greatest headline. It has a uh, a Reddit pic- a picture pulled up, but the headline to the uh, the picture says, "Remember Chris Benoit, the wrestler who went nuts, murdered his family, and hung himself? Here he is putting me in a headlock." Gosh, <laughs> uh, so that's not the that's that's really <laughs> that's a crazy post. Um, so you know the conspiracy comes in because uh, Nancy Benoit. Chris's wife was also a uh, professional wrestling uh, and professional wrestling more as a ballet. And she had some different personas, uh, mostly known in WCW as woman. Um, but uh, just woman. Yeah. Woman, you know, which like, is in come here woman. Yeah. Essentially. She also used to be married to a uh, uh, wrestler named uh, Kevin Sullivan who uh, actually, uh, you know, was married to her from 1992 to 1997. Now, um, Kevin Sullivan had different things uh, named such as the Taskmaster, but his main, you know, gimmick was a uh, Satanist. And he was someone that, you know, tapped into the uh, sata- uh, Satanic panic happening quick in clarifi- the 80s. Quick clarification. Were they... Uh, really married or married? For- They're really married. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, he had the X on his head, you know, to uh, show, you know, uh, kind of like play into the, you know, same sign that uh, symbol that. And the blonde dyed mullet, just like all Satanists. Uh, that uh, Charles Manson had, you know, and say some cryptic stuff that really freaked people out. And this again was a time where, you know, most people took uh, what he said as, you know, uh, with, for face value. And he had a, a a faction called the army of darkness. And that essentially, you know, fed into, you know, the whole Satanist gimmick. And if you look at uh, that uh, go down, yeah, right there, that's uh, Nancy and uh, Kevin Sullivan. And um, I forget her um, exact name uh, when uh, she, uh, he was uh, working with her. Um, uh, Dude, the, fallen, the Fallen Angel is what her name was. 1980s uh, wrestling was wild, dude. So, this is just a fucking 
a good old boy with a mullet who's on steroids pretending to be a Satanist. Now. Yeah. And like, you know, Kevin Sullivan was even that big of a person and he, you know, um, they would come out to heavy metal music. So it definitely played into that whole. And everybody believed thing. it was real. Yeah. It was, you know, from our society, hear, our society was fucking dumb. It was a sight to, you know, uh, behold. Now fast forward to the, you know, nineties uh, though. You know, and Nancy Benoit was actually put into a storyline where, you know, uh, she was, you know, that was when she was woman and she became a, a manager. And that's when she actually uh, got into a relationship with Chris Benoit. You know, she uh, managed Ric Flair for a short time and, you know, was a beautiful woman. You know, so I think that, you know, they just dropped the beautiful and called her woman. But, you know, was in a relationship with uh, Chris Benoit. Uh, for you know, basically immediately after, I, I don't know if she had a. Uh, I think they had an affair um, while she was still in a relationship with um, the Satanist guy with Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, um, but they're in a relationship. You know, uh, married actually, two thousand to two thousand seven when they both died. Um, Tragically died. You know, um, except for you know Chris. You know, okay, that's right. He just he should have just you know killed himself. I think, but he did kill know. himself. Oh, yeah. Should have just killed himself. Not, yeah, he should exactly. have just killed himself. Yeah. He should have um, just killed himself. Not everybody else with him. Exactly. So I don't think that this, you know, cause obviously this is a character type deal, but there's people out there that think that, you know, Kevin Sullivan killed the Benoit as payback for, you know, Chris stealing his wife and his wife cheating on him with Chris. And or she was quite a bit older than Chris, uh, correct? Um, I don't think so, you know. Um, I don't know the uh age, uh, you know, uh, he was born in 1967 and Nancy was born in uh 1964, so yeah, only three year difference. Okay, so you're telling me that Sullivan killed the Benoit's, that's what the conspiracy states. But this is just conjecture based off of them, uh, him more or less having a him being um, him being a Satanist at one time, not even a real life Satanist. But he was. But people can make that conspiracy because at one time he pretended to be a Satanist, and everybody took that as the truth. And And this was a time during you know the height of the Satanic panic, yeah, uh, type situation. They had the worst uniforms in the eighties. But um, worst or the best? Worst, like that flash. That flash thing is cool, but everything else is just a speedo. It's face paint and leotards. Yeah, and but it's fucking... shitty. It's the shittiest face paint ever, dude. One down right there. That face paint's pretty cool. That's so, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, what, and what dude was he? The shrunken head? Was he the well, shrunken head? Well, he. That could have been thing because he had this, uh, you know, uh, and like the mid uh, 90s had this uh, faction called the Dungeon of Doom. And that's where, you know, the giant, you know, who became the big show was introduced. Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake uh, was in it as like the question mark or something like that. And they also introduced the Yeti, which was actually a um, mummy. Man, he's definitely, you know, um, led his... uh, Paul you know, Kogan um, without a mustache is crazy looking. Of, uh, weirdos. And he ended up, uh, um, he's, I think he's, uh, he doesn't have it there. 
his whole uh you know the dungeon of doom's whole goal was to destroy hulk hogan but you know i don't think you know it was he-man it was he-man it was a he that was a he-man fucking storyline um i don't think he um you know um you know was a real satanist uh, nor do I think he uh, actually, you know, killed the Benoits. I don't think any reasonable person, uh, you know, thinks of the, that he killed the Benoits. But you know, as far as the people, I think that like to talk about. Um, hey, well, you're not a reasonable person. <laughs> you know? So I said, no reasonable person. Um, I feel like and, um, a lot. I feel like all of the storylines of like I think that the the WWE follows a lot of storylines that are like very time oriented like that that whole like dungeon of doom thing that i just saw like and the whole satanist thing like i think they very much played to the fucking counterculture of the time yeah i mean that was like very much you know like the 1980s was very much like the you know um you know or the early 1980s i should say was really you know when that satanic panic stuff really really came to new heights through the like the introduction of like heavy metal and stuff like that incest um, was and incest was real big in the 90s and that's yeah why we had all those storylines <laughs> but as far as the people that want to commend um you know chris benoit as a wrestler or whatever you know i i you know i think the you know i've heard you know i'm gonna play this clip from uh paul Heyman uh to close this out or close this out uh specifically but um, I think he sums it up best when talking about a fan who was, I guess, you know, cheering for Chris Benoit at like a panel. Yeah. So basically there's uh, saying, uh, you know, my boy, talking about my boy when like Chris Benoit was brought up. Who's saying my boy? Why? Why? Yeah, you can admire his work all you want, but, but you know what? You can admire his work all you want, but I'll give you my take on it. Since you want to keep on yelling out, my boy, three people died in that house that night. Three, I don't care about CTE. Three people died in that house that night. Only one person had the choice behind it. The other two didn't have a choice to die. So that's your boy. Fuck you. Ooh, it's like saying your favorite running back is OJ. I'll even say this about OJ: is you know, still to this day, no running back has gotten over two thousand yards in fourteen games. Well, and I'll say this about OJ: he worked really well with Leslie Nelson. Yeah, you know, he was a great actor. I mean. From what I hear about, he was like huge, you know, and it was like if like one of the biggest action stars. To Dude, he was the Reggie was, Bush of the 80s. I don't think he was the Reggie Bush because Reggie Bush doesn't have any crossover appeal. Well, but Reggie Bush was the most famous person in L.A. for a long time. But, you know, like O.J. Simpson was for like a five star. And a half. But we should probably cut out like any of the O.J. talk because we could, you know, O.J. Simpson could be its own episode, you know, Um but one of the things I, I I see this quote every now and then, I always laugh um, that, uh, you know, O.J. Simpson uh, had to move out of uh, Los Angeles because, you know, he couldn't live with the idea that, you know, uh, Nicole's killer could be out there still. Ben Kissel said that this week on the last podcast on the left. Really? Yes. 
<laughs> about OJ? That that same joke, the exact uh, same joke. Damn. <laughs> well, that's good timing. But yeah, yeah, so you know, if Chris Benoit is your boy, you know, fuck you because you know you should be able to separate, you know, um, any type of media from reality and. Uh, what he did in reality was extremely fucked up and unforgivable. Um, that was that was two fun episodes of the last. The last thing isn't fun, but it's two fun episodes of obscure WWE bullshit. Yeah, just great storylines that people thought were real with a punctuation yeah. mark of you know a fucking double homicide, then yeah. suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double murder suicide. Yeah, uh, do um, want, do a want, horrible want... weightlifting accident is what it was. Jeez. Do you okay, want, with do that we, note, do we want some of this about... might be bullshit. Some of it might be real. That's up for you to decide. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna talk. I was gonna say, are we gonna spend the last like five minutes talking about whether or not fucking brain injuries fucking absolve you from the sin of fucking murder? No, they it do does. Not. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. You chose to hit your head up against that wall. Yeah. So at, at the end of the day, you know, it's, I don't think any, you know, mental health issue is, uh, listen just, here, justification for anyone's bullshit. If you, know? you played football, go to a fucking retirement home at 40. <laughs> yeah. You know, just let those know, nurses deal with you. They got bodyguards. You know, I've with seen how long Gilmore. he's been playing the game, dude. You know, even though he like doesn't take too many hits, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady murders Giselle and the <sighs> kids he kisses. So yeah. that's how we connected the ancestral storylines as with the uh, murder suicide storylines. So, <laughs> with that said, um, thank you for listening to Birds Ain't Real. Some of this might be real, some of it might be true, but that's up for you to decide. Peace. All right. Birds Ain't Real is a counterculture media production. To keep up with Birds Ain't Real, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, and you can listen to us wherever you stream podcasts. Thank you for listening.